Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything in the land of solar this week? Oh, it's going going great, and uh, we're getting so much great feedback on the podcast. It's awesome. So thanks to everyone out there who's listening and sharing and reviewing and getting getting the word out about yeah. uh, solar power. It's awesome. Definitely, that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, lots of lots of super excited people. Ever the last few podcasts we've done have really resonated <laughs> with a lot of people, which is which is awesome. So excellent. What do you yeah. got for us today? Well, it's not as exciting, but uh, I just thought I'd run through a few things uh, about what is happening in California, like politically, and how it's interesting because, you know, solar, everyone seems to be really in favor of solar. Not so much. <laughs> There's really? A lot of, lot of politicians uh, who are introducing bills that, you know, on the surface sound like a good idea, and then... When you kind of dig in, they're really trying to slow solar down, if not eliminate it or make it so it's just going to not be feasible to do solar. So uh-huh. there's quite, you know, okay. like today, for example, uh, you know, our friends at PG&E, which uh, really makes <laughs> really makes our jobs easy here in the solar business. Uh, I had previously talked about an 18% increase. Uh, yes. They have now announced a 22% increase on top of the 18. <laughs> what? So, uh, yeah, what? So, Wait a second. No way. I know. What? No way. How way. does that work? Hey, it's nice to be a monopoly. And, uh, you know, maybe they're, they're going in saying, uh, 37%, but you know, we'll settle for 36.1 or something like that. So, it's, so it's not a, it's a 36 point thir- How many yes. percent? Yep. yep. <laughs> Just oh in God. time for summer. So, and just dying for, you know, gasoline, you know, six bucks a gallon and everything. So inflation, 10%, interest rates going out of control. So maybe the, the whole strategy is they want California to be empty. They just, we're going to make it so expensive <laughs> to live losers. here that people can't live here and everyone moves to Nevada or <laughs> somewhere else. But holy moly. But uh, doesn't this have uh, to be approved by somebody? Has to be approved by the PUC, Public Utilities Commission. Right. Uh, but, you know, PG&E's, are, they're hurting, uh, at least on the surface, you know. And, but then you look at their stock price. And it's, it it uh, hit over $13 a share, which uh, from a low of like $6 a share, that's a, that's a pretty healthy increase. So, um, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they're, the CEO uh, powered her. She, guess how much her bonus I'm sure what she's she does the Japanese style where she makes the bare minimum above everybody else. Like a she were no. All right, go ahead, make us all throw up. Million Jamie. dollars. 
Huh? Oof, uh, how, 51 how million was her, bo- her bonus. So. 51 million. 51 million dollars. So after taxes, you know, and, and all that stuff. So probably, anywho. How, oh boy. Is, how, is, how is that defensible? Because um, she shep- shepherded the stock price to basically. They didn't go out of business, double. I guess. I guess that's the big one. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, boy, I guess if you did go to college, it makes sense, but you know, I went to college anywho. So good job. <laughs> wow. Good job, everybody. But good there's, uh, quite a few bills that are in the California legislature that are, it's a, it's, um, it's not that the legislators really dislike solar or the solar industry. They are trying to make it so, you know, that it's just more difficult and, so, for example, uh, there's a Senate bill, uh, 1385, uh, for multifamily solar housing. So right now, uh, a low-income housing can go uh, uh, go solar, and then the benefits can be spread now to the renters and the property owners, and okay. they want to eliminate that. Oh, <laughs> so, geez, uh, Yeah. Uh, not saying there's a lot of multifamily housing that's going solar, but, uh, um, you know, it's, it's going to make it more difficult. Who wins in that situation? Uh, that's interesting because what the next bill, uh, cause a lot of these are connected, uh, AB 2143, they want those commercial projects because those multifamily housing projects are likely to be commercial, okay. uh, and they're pretty given size. So they want to make any system size above 15 kilowatts. So that's just say 45 solar panels subject to prevailing wage. And what that means is right now, a solar project, if you have a commercial project, let's just that 15 kilowatt system, let's just call it 45,000. That would jump it to at least 75,000, which pushes it out of the range for a lot of <laughs> the uh, Once commercial. Again, who wins when it's? Well, uh, if you're prevailing wage, that means it's a union. So, aha, aha yes, yes. So, um, it just makes solar a lot more expensive. And this this bill is being sponsored by the California Coalition of Utility Employees. So, I'm um, okay. Yeah, I'm sure they've been around since 1910, but this is the first time I'm hearing of such an. Uh, well, you know that 37 percent price increase we talked about. Yes. Okay. Then, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's another one, the, Ca- the California state licensing board, the contractors board, uh, they want, they're really trying to restrict the work that, uh, solar contractors licensed solar installers with a C46 license <laughs> right? that has, you know, they've passed the test. They've done the work, they've done the experience and the state has said, yes, you are certified to do solar. They're really trying to erode what that can do. Um, and so one of the big ones is they want uh, the, uh, so this is also from the California Coalition of Utility Employees. They're trying to uh, push for that NEM 3.0 to uh, proceed. And so they're right now that NEM net energy metering 3.0, which would reduce the benefits of going solar. Right. Now the, uh, the contractors board has joined the fight <laughs> to promote, to get rid of uh, the NEM 3.0. So 
uh, what wait this... a second. Is today April 1st? Nope. But it is interesting because, boy, <laughs> what it... Uh, yeah, you know, it, and it, you know, solar has on its side uh, climate. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, you know, everyone, we're still trying to fight this climate change, or you know, not trying to make it more expensive for people to go solar, make it harder. We need to, uh, you know, we need to get it get it together. And what this says to me is that solar just does not have any lobbying help. That uh, we're fighting Goliaths in the. You, know, you were mentioning the. California Coalition of Utility Employees being around since 1918. Well, that's subject to verification, but uh, my guess is that that you that uh, that political action committee is much bigger than the California Solar Association. So uh, they uh, they have a lot of uh, lobbying power, and so what can solar do? Is uh, you know anyone in solar can talk about this and. Talk to legislatures and explain why we need to keep this going. Solar has added over 300,000 new jobs. There were jobs that were not in, you know, not in existence, you know, 15 years ago. So right. it's, a, it's a really difficult, uh, it's a really difficult business. And, you know, I, I would say four out of five solar companies that are here today will not be here in five years. And it's, uh, it's, really competitive and there's big big companies doing it and teeny tiny companies doing it but uh virtually every, you know as i mentioned in the beginning every single roof every anyone with an electricity bill is going to have to go solar it's just going to be too expensive to not do it yeah and with this all of these initiatives and NEM 3.0 are just there to kind of slow it down and that's kind of the opposite of what we want to see happen we want to keep solar going and uh you know each each time it's it's really if somebody buys solar and they buy an electric car those two things together are is essentially changing the world that's it's pretty amazing so with uh carbon emissions uh with electric cars and and so forth and solar not generating power from uh non-renewable sources yeah, so coal yeah in the Boy. 70s, you know, we were, you know, I thought, saw, saw, I thought I saw a statistic that we are at least 80% reliant on fossil fuels. And I think that's gone down. And in, I, I know it's gone down. And in California, especially, there was one day in April and where 97% of the residential needs were being supplied by renewable energy, which is pretty, pretty amazing. So this is only going to grow <laughs> because people have to drive and they, wow. you know, with gasoline getting just ridiculously expensive out here in California, over $6 a gallon, uh, predicted to go to $9 a gallon by September at Labor Day when it generally hits the peak. <laughs> oh, Jamie, goodness, today is just a downer. Uh. Well, uh, good news, you know, is that <laughs> oh solar God. is busier than ever and sure. it will continue to be busier. All of these things that uh, that are trying to get in the way of solar, people still know that it makes sense to go solar. And it's just um, like I was just talking to someone right before this and they were saying, I got to call all my clients and I got to tell all my friends they got to go solar and they got to do it right now. And I it's hate just... putting that kind of pressure. But when someone says, you know, what, what do you think is going to happen? It's no better time to go solar than right now. So <laughs> five uh... <laughs> years ago. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, yeah, but you know, chances are five years ago, the company you went with, <laughs> they're not around. And so I solar on my roof. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's producing great and everything, but uh, so in any you... event, um, <laughs> let's see some good news. What's happening? Wait, oh, the... so, 
I, I just want to review 30%, 36% increase in, in uh, yeah. electricity rates. Mm -hmm. Then installation rates are going to go up yep. by prevailing wages, which is double probably what you're, yep. you're, you'd pay for a system. Yep. And then what's the other one? Uh, the net energy metering. Ah, net en still. energy metering coming up yep. and that puts a connection fee on solar. Mm -hmm. And I... <laughs> but some okay. good news. Uh, uh, remember okay. we talked about the Ford F-150 uh, Lightning EV truck yes. that is out there. So that is the first electric vehicle that will supply power to a home in a power outage. Right. And I just saw there's uh, one company uh, that, because the four, the trucks were supposed to be available in spring and mm -hmm. very few people have gotten them. So we're probably looking yeah. at next year before getting them. But this will be the first car that can go vehicle to grid, meaning that the truck has a 100 kilowatt hour battery. A Tesla Powerwall has 10 kilowatt hours. Wow. So, yeah, that's it's <laughs> substantial. Jeez. And so okay. essentially, if there is a way to connect that truck EV battery to the home, during a power outage, you could back up the entire, you wouldn't even know there's a power outage. It's, it's pretty amazing. So that strategy, that amount of uh, battery power and the electrical part is in process where people basically, when you plug your car in, you plug the truck in, if there's a power outage, your home would instantly switch over to the EV battery. And that's, uh, that's pretty incredible. That is cool. That is going to change a lot of things. So we're really excited about that. I did see one install online where they did uh, get that working and that's, that's amazing. So all right, some good news coming some good news. <laughs> <laughs> for the off grid people. And oh people boy. Be their own. Wow. Okay. Company. Jamie, I'm glad oh, you're more good news. This... I, I did get yes. my, my solar is working. And uh, <laughs> now of course, uh, this is how I could cure the drought in California is get my solar working and have it rain all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, California. We all say thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Market Very today excited. will be the last rain for probably <laughs> another four months or something, at least. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's. Uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe I got to go wash my car next. <laughs> yeah, ours are. Yes, ours are very dirty now too. Oh well, that's yeah. okay. That's a good all problem, right. kind of have to have. All right. Thank you very much, Jamie, for using <laughs> this welcome. platform to kind of educate our listeners about these. These these are something that I mean, the average person knows nothing about these these initiatives, and they're going to come out in the ballot. And it's you know, it's very tough to uh, for the normal person to kind of get to the the nitty gritty, the real effects of these things. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, and anyone who wants to, please feel free to verify everything. Go to California Solar Storage Association, which is calssa.org. Uh, feel free to donate. Feel free to read. There's tons and tons of resources on there. So don't take cool. my word for it. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can drop some in the show notes. Definitely. All right. I always do. We're going to wrap it up there, everyone. Thanks for uh, spending a few more minutes of your week with us this uh, this rainy-ish day. And uh if you have a question for Jamie for an upcoming episode, you know what to do. You can go to our Facebook page. It's Straight Talk SolarCast. Send us a message through there. If you want to see a, our library of past episodes, go to our website, solarharmonics.com. Click on the podcast link, and you'll be 
taken to a searchable library of, of our past episodes. Jamie's been doing this podcast for going on five years. I mean, it's that he's been doing an amazing job educating the public about what they should expect going solar, all the pitfalls, all the benefits, etc. So if you have a friend who's considering going solar, this will be a great podcast to introduce to them because you will literally save them thousands upon thousands of dollars over the course of lifetime of that system. Uh, they will be a friend for life. So until next time, see you. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Durand. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.